Justin from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and this evening I am joined by Luca D'Andrea from Donna Cannone. Cannone. It's great to be chatting to you. The album is, I just love it. It's stunning. It's it's like, it's, it's just no words for it. Sorry. <laughs> it's brilliant. Thank you very much. It's brilliant. Um, it started off as a fun project. And this like during COVID or just coming out of COVID? Well, actually, oh, it, was, actually. it was before COVID. It was, um, I think it was the end of 2019. And it was the end of 2019. So it was just like a few months before COVID. And uh, yeah, we started out as a uh, as a bit of a, a bit of a joke, really. not not really a joke, but you know, I've, I mean, I've I've known uh, I've known Georgia for many many years, and yeah. you know, we we always wanted to do something together, and I managed to get all of a rehearsal room, and I, so I called her up and I said, look, why don't we just like you know, we talked about this for so long, why don't we just you know really hang out and uh and you know do some stuff together and do, you know just do covers we we were just doing covers so we invited tilda which is uh she was also drumming with under mother you know georgia's uh, previous band uh, and uh and we always really liked her way of drumming so it was she was the obvious uh, person to call and and we just like doing you know doing motorhead covers that's that's mainly what we did yeah. Uh, for a couple of couple of rehearsals, and then like you know, Bjorn showed up. Yeah. With his, uh, with his guitar, and he's like, oh, "It's alright if I come and play as well." <laughs> like, of course, <laughs> you know, this is like we yeah. were doing it just as a bunch of friends having fun. But of course, you know, he arrives, and then we do a couple of covers, and then he says, like, you know, I actually have an idea. I have a couple of, I have a, uh, I have a song that is not finished yet, but so we tried it out, and you know, in half an hour, we got the song. And it sounded really, really good. And uh, so that's it. That was, that's, you know, was, you know, me and Georgia, me. we we kind of, you know, spoke outside, and we were like, you know, this is so much more fun than playing covers. So, so let's uh, let's see where this takes us. And and you know, five five months later, we had like not even that. Three four months later, we had like five six songs. I recorded five songs uh, in the in the rehearsal room. Just put some microphones up and recorded it, and yeah. and it actually turned out to be much better than anybody thought, sound wise even. Yeah. I don't know how it was a bit of a miracle, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and and it just we just gave it around to some friends, and and you know somehow we ended up in the hands of a record label, and they were like, you know, we we want to sign this. Yeah. So we were like, all right. <laughs> so I guess we're a band now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of my favorite tracks is a song that he's released with with Mia. Yeah. From Defunct's Crucified Barbara. I love Mia. I've met her. I've interviewed her. I went to pieces interviewing her. It was about six years ago. <laughs> anyway. she, was, she, she was here like five minutes ago. She just left. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> If we she, are rehearsing. We're she recognise me. It should be like that. It's that fucking English guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, met her, I met her in Scotland, um, in Glasgow. Our crucified Barbara playing there um, with Supercharger, and it was a fantastic gig. I just went to pieces. I was like, oh. anyway, <laughs> she makes a, a fantastic appearance on that. It's quite an emotional track, I think, and quite it you is, know. It is, yeah. Yeah you meaning um i'd have hopes to ha actually have mia do some shows with you at some stage and 
all obviously sort of answered my question. She's going to be. That's why, you know, I'm in, the, I'm in the rehearsal room right now. Yeah. Right? So that's why I said she yeah. just left because we are, we are preparing the show, our next show. The thing is that she's going to be on stage with us awesome. for the next couple of shows for the entire set. She's gonna play guitar as well, and you know it's it's sounding really really nice. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a treat. Yeah, but I'm guessing this is in Sweden. Obviously, Sorry, what? I'm guessing this will be in Sweden. Obviously. Yeah. Well, no, actually, one is in Sweden and one is in Italy. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So we're playing we're playing in Sweden uh, on the fifth of June. Right. We're playing a, a, a really nice festival with like some amazing acts like, you know, Alice Cooper and, and, and Scorpions and, and uh, well, there's so many uh, Black Label Society, you name it. Um, and then we're playing in Italy. We're actually playing a, a, a festival just by uh, very near Venice, where I actually am from. So it's one of my best friends that organized. Well, he got us in, and um, and and Mia is, is coming with us. We're gonna treat it as a bit of a, a bit of a holiday, and also like you know introduce the band to 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 the Italian fans. So um, so that's that's what we got planned so far. That sounds amazing. Are there hopes that you can get over to the UK? Of course. Okay. Most def, most definitely. Uh, we we actually um, I mean I uh, myself I've I've lived in London for six years. Okay. Uh, and so UK is it's uh, it's an important part of my life. Uh, so uh, you know I would definitely want to bring this project down to to the UK because uh, I, I really know. I, well, I'm pretty sure that the the crowd there will really like it. Absolutely, so. without a doubt. I mean, there's a few tracks I want to ask you about though. Um, why am I here? Hmm? Now you sort of said that you've done this before lockdown. See, I sort of thought it was to do with lockdown, with that one there, and the other one is the track that sort of goes a bit different. Um, oh God, the North, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. different track, totally, because the album sort of bounces even with is it's true, it sort of like all fits in, but then it goes to that song. So what's that about? Well, that's a song. I mean, it's a song that Bjorn and Georgia they wrote, and, and it's a um, it's actually about um, pretty much a, a panic attack, or you know, like sort of feeling, you know, feeling um, in a small tiny room closing in. You know, I guess everyone, every one of oh, us like that, that feeling every <laughs> now and then. You know what I mean? And you're like too stressed out, and and there's no way out. And uh, and it's a very personal song for 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 the both of them. Uh, so um, when I um, when I heard that and, and you know we, we we rehearsed it several times, and then we decided that has to come with us in the album because it's such an important song and it was really one of the first songs that we actually wrote together as well. Um, but when I actually for the first time because you know what it's like in the rehearsal room you you can't really hear what it, what, what you what other people are singing you kind of get a vibe but. So when I actually heard and read the lyrics, I was like, you know, this is so personal. So I said, to be honest, I said, mate, you're going to have to do this one because uh, this is your song. I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, it's his way of, of, of describing uh, a moment of his life. So um, so he agreed to that, uh, thankfully, because, of course, I mean, how can you how can you have Bjorn lead in, in your band and not have him singing something right yeah, so um and it does of course an amazing job and uh, you yeah. know it's it, i see it as uh as a little diamond in uh, in in our set mm. it is honestly like 
I was saying to Mick, it's, he's the one who's obviously sent the album over to me. Yeah. But, um, I just can't get enough of it. And it, you like, the album just sort of like, just fucking cheers me up. And, you know, we've all gone through shit, haven't we, in the last couple of years? And yeah, but with nothing to do, that just, I just honestly thought that was to do with COVID 19, but it's obviously not. <laughs> it's just, well, it's, well, it's, 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 there's just so, such, um, Okay, it's not like metal as such. It's hard rock and it's it's fun and it's sort of like yeah, get in there. I mean, to me, you know, when I when I think of that song, I think of like the remote. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. How old is she? How old? Uh, eight weeks. Oh, I know. <laughs> She's absolutely gorgeous. You little shit bag. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So you can say that I'll be showing you pussy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Yeah. So as you were saying, where, where were we? Um, yeah. Now we were talking about nothing to do. And, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's a, uh, it's our. Uh, to me, it's it's more like a Ramones kind of song. You know, absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a bit of Ramones, a bit of Blondie, yeah. and and kind of. And some people actually mentioned Cheap Trick, which actually I I didn't think of it when we wrote the song, but. Uh, yeah, it could have uh, been a cheap trick song. No, Ramones, yeah. <laughs> Ramones, you can see Ramones. Yeah, more Ramones, right? Yeah, yeah man, right, definitely. Yeah. yeah, man, definitely. And I mean, Why Am I Here is totally made for the radio. Um, it would be flying high in the mainstream charts back in the day, don't you think? Yeah, I think definitely. Yes, Before indeed. And all this sort of stuff. Right, next one, you're going to be asked to shed loads, no doubt. Donna Canone. Who? Why the name or yeah, who, where, what, who, who is that? Well, well, it was what? actually what? it was actually a few it days was... after we decided that we were a band, and right. you know, and Georgia was like, "Fuck, I mean, now we need a name," and I was like, "Yeah, that's uh, that's fair enough," and you know, I'm 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 I was like, "Oh God," and she was like, "Well, you know, I actually have a name." I said, "Yeah," and she was like, "Don't like a none," and I was like, "Okay, well, that's uh, it's got such a nice sound to it." And you have to understand that both me and Georgia were Italians, right? Uh, and and we come from the same region mm. of Italy, and we kind of we both grew up listening to this amazing song, which is called Donna Canone. It's an Italian song, okay, uh, which is one of the most famous songs as well. Um, and and it talks about this this cannonball lady, uh, which is a, she's a bit of a of a freak show. All right, okay. Donna Canone, that's the, mean, the meaning of Donna Canone, it's Cannonball Lady, right? So we thought like, okay, that's, uh, that's us. I mean, you know, uh, in, in the song, the meaning of the song and the meaning of the actual name within the song is to basically say, look, you can look, you can look whichever way you want. You can be yellow, blue, green, whatever. You can like whatever, as long as you don't disturb other people, just go for it and be yourself, right? And even if people even might if people think might that you're a freak show and call you a freak show, you shall not listen to them and just go your way. Yeah, man. And 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 it just fits with uh, with the way that we see life, and and also the songs that we were writing, you know, picking up exactly that kind of vibe. So it just like sat perfectly, and and you know, and of course we wanted to have some in Italian since like you know half of the band is Italian, so we were like. That's it. That's that's the name. It just set real nice. The name. The colours are sort of very Ukrainian colours as well. That's sort of that's a good <laughs> colour. 
too. That's, that's, that's good. That's, that's good. And we keep too, yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> okay. So obviously you've done quite a lot of collaboration. Is there anyone else that you'd love to do a collaboration with yourself personally? Yeah, I mean, of course, that, that always is. Um, uh, uh, in Sweden, in- there's so many good musicians, and <laughs> I, I, of course, there's so many people that I would like to play with. Um, one of my personal things that I would really love to do one day is to is to invite Andy McCoy from Hannah Rocks and play a song with us. That good. is that is like my ultimate dream. That's been my ultimate dream since I was a little kid. So. Uh, uh, I've seen that guy live several times, and yeah. I, I just, I, it blows me away. So uh, it's one of my, you know, things that I have to do one day. Have you ever met Michael Monroe? Many times, yeah. Oh my God, he never shuts up, does he? Really? <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't, I haven't He's met worse. him in this. Well, actually, you know, we have met him a couple of times. I mean, you know, I was. Um, you know, Georgia, when she was playing with Thunder Mother, uh, yeah. there's, been, uh, there's been a couple of times that I've, I've, I've did roadie for them. Right. Uh, and, yeah. uh, and they were actually playing with Michael Monroe. And uh, so we ended up backstage. And yeah. actually, to be really honest, mate, it wasn't talking that much on that game. Really? It was mostly like everyone else talking. It was just like busy with other things. And really? we got a couple of pictures together. Yeah. But it wasn't like... Uh, After posting, nah. I met him in Fengarola in Spain in 2019. Um, yeah. I was backstage at Rock the Coast Festival down there. Oh my God, it's amazing. Anyway, I'm chatting, doing an interview with him and Rainbow on stage. Obviously, the Reform Rainbow with Ronnie Romero. Right. I'm thinking, I wish you'd shut up. I just want to go and see Rainbow, man. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> Rainbow. <laughs> and I've actually got photos where I've been like in the pit of uh, Richie Blackmore. He's actually looked at me and he smiled because he never smiled. <laughs> he? But, but yeah. But the, the best bit, obviously, you did the first three songs, you have to leave the pit, don't you? So I, I did my interview just like, oh, it's just like, for fuck's sake, I just want to be back there. But yeah, it was lovely. But, I mean, I talk a lot, but he, he fucking hell. Hey, <laughs> you're, you're part Italian, so it goes Yeah, it, it was lovely, though. It was lovely, though, honestly, mate. Um, okay, so obviously, you've done a lot in your career. But what would you say has been the most memorable concert you've ever played? In my life? Yeah, uh, I say uh, one week after 2000, uh, af- one week after September 11th, I played at the Underworld in London, open up for LA Guns. Okay, uh, that was that was really cool. That was uh, that was both uh, emotional and extremely cool. Um, I was I was like 24 uh, years old, I think. Nice. And uh, and we you know we got pulled in. We were supposed to open up for both Faster Pussycat and LA Guns. Mm. Faster Pussycat pulled out because they didn't want to fly. So we got their slot, which was amazing. Because then we played like in front of the full crowd. And and you know LA Guns are also some you know personal uh, heroes of mine from my childhood. Yeah. So you know for me it was like you know the, the little the little myself within myself was ecstatic. So that was uh, that was that was. Possibly one of the most memorable, and also another really good one was playing opening for Gore in uh, in in Berlin. Yeah, man, and that was fucking amazing, mate. I tell you, I mean, <laughs> we played our set right, and we thought we killed it. We were like yeah. brilliant, 
And then we go backstage and we were like cheering up, like, great. You know, we played for like, you know, a sold out SO36 in, in Berlin. There's like yeah. around thousand people capacities, a sweat box and it sounds amazing. And, you know, they have this huge backstage with this amazing <laughs> high ceilings and huge fridges full of beers and whatnot. So we were like, you know, dropping a few beers afterwards and like, okay, but you know, now we're gonna go and see, um, we're gonna go and see war and also try to sell some t-shirts. We had like this this t-shirt guy with us, but you know, so we went out. Shit, you know, like I mean, everything was completely covered in blood. I mean, everything, <laughs> even our t-shirt guy and all of our t-shirt, all our merchandise was totally drenched in blood. And I look up and there's this person one of the war with his blood cannon keep shooting insanely and he did it for the entire show it didn't stop yeah like one and a half hour yeah. like shooting blood <laughs> that was that was awesome i think i saw him in like november i got fucking soaked and it was freezing i'm like one <laughs> time i'm covered in this stuff aren't you you're like walking around newcastle i think it was a yeah. friday night as well and people were like right. Fuck! Oh. <laughs> <Pat murderer. laughs> oh, I've been there. Yeah, it was good though. <laughs> okay, go back, go back to the album. Um, if one of the songs could appear on a soundtrack or a movie, which one would you choose? Well, I've, well, I've, 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 tough question, but I think is it true? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's that's the one I would like to right now. It, it, I don't know. It's um. It's such an important song for me in this band. Yeah, because I mean, you know, we're a rock band, you know, we're a bit punkish and, but I really enjoy, I mean, I, I always, I've always looked for, for contrast in, in music, in life, really. I like contrasts. Yeah. Uh, I think it's healthy. And uh, so I really like the contrast that that song creates mm. within the band, within the album. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the one that I would like to have out there. Definitely, mate. It's one of my favourites, actually. It really is, if if not ever, probably. And that's coming from someone that's a bit, a little bit older than you. I mean, yeah, probably my favourite song of all time is "You've Gone Wild" by Skid Row, because it just got me through shit. And I was actually nineteen. Sorry, I was eighteen when "18 in Life" came out. And I was right. 19, and you know, just, yeah, that album means a lot to me. And people are like, really? But yeah, fuck. It's you funny, know? mate, because there's this, you know, it's exactly the same thing for me. And I'll tell you what, I was, um, I, I was, when that album came out, when the album came out, I was, I was like 12, 12, 12 13 years old. Mm. And, uh, and I got really sick. I was, I had like this, I don't know what it was, but it was like a, some kind of virus that, that blew me away for like several days. And I remember this friend of mine actually taped it for me mm. and, you know, and brought it to yeah. my house. And I, and I, and, and I, I, I was listening and to it and I was like, and that got me saved. You know, I don't know what happened, but when I heard, I was like, gee, I mean, I, I haven't got time to lay here on this bed. I got to go out and get me some of this. So every single time I put the album on, it's, it has that special kind of feeling. So yeah, I totally know so, yeah. what you mean, and and I to be honest, I don't care what people say about Skid Row. I think they're a brilliant band, and they they have such an impact on my life as well. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Sebastian, back my name's it as well, but yeah, um, not yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> I know. Right. Um. So next one, can you complete the sentence? Everybody needs Donna Canoni in their lives because. 
because everybody because needs to have something uh, that uh, holds that back when the shit is the fan. <laughs> All right. The next one is five questions, either or either. Vinyl or digital? Uh, vinyl. Okay. Small, intimate gig or festival? Intimate gig. Meatballs or beer? Or beer. Absolutely. San Miguel. <laughs> I actually prefer Peroni, but you know. Um, Saint or Sinner? Sinner. Cool. And the final one, because you sort of are in Sweden, Abba or Hammerfall? Oh, definitely Abba. Okay, brilliant. Do you have any final words for your fans, our viewers and listeners? Uh, come and check us out. Check out your our album. Uh, and I really, really hope to uh, to be able to bring. I think I'm going crazy. I think I'm going blind. Won't you please stop to amaze me? I'm putting everything aside. We've been playing for. Please stop.